0: This we're on the line to Miranda Madikani, director of the Scalabrini Centre. A very good evening to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us. So, as per the laws of the country, I'd imagine that asylum seekers, depending on their situation at home or whether or not they are in danger, any imminent danger, is one of the reasons that they be in a country long term. So, what is different about these particular changes?
1: Um, Hello and good afternoon. Um, What we're seeing at the moment is government going through a whole policy overhaul on immigration, both refugees and um, migration for other reasons. And at the moment, sitting before the National Council of Provinces is the new um, amendment bill for refugees. What that's proposing is really a reduction in rights for refugees and asylum seekers. So we're seeing, um, we're seeing the removal of the right to work and study for asylum seekers, which kind of shifts the whole current management of the asylum system on its head. Where we have an urban integration policy where when a refugee or an asylum seeker lives in South Africa, they are completely reliant on themselves to sustain themselves, to pay rent, to pay food. But when, if you take away the right to work and study for asylum seekers, it will now mean the government will have to ensure that these people are able to live at least at a minimum right standard. So what they're proposing is reception centres at the border. As an asylum seeker enters the country, they will be referred to the reception centre, where they will then they make a claim for it to be a refugee, and their claim will be adjudicated if they are given refugee status. They will then be given the right to work and study and be able to move into the country um, and then be able to find work and support themselves um, as is the current situation. So the, big, the big change, there are quite a few big changes, it's all reduction of rights. Um, we'll see asylum seekers held either in reception centres or in the care of family and friends in the country. Um, we see a, a reduction in, in, in what is a dependence, so who can join a refugee clause. We see the removal of the right to work and study for asylum seekers and refugees, and in fact, the whole slew of, of changes which reduce uh, the protection rights currently given to refugees and asylum seekers.
0: Mm. And have you been able to do a study, a survey, as to what is the status quo with regards to uh, refugees in the country or asylum seekers, and how long they've actually been here?
1: Oh. Many people have been here for a very long time. I mean, I haven't done a study of that, and, and, and looking at, at the system, it's hard to tell. The Department of Home Affairs is not really able to give great stats on the refugee and asylum system. Um, my opinion of the management system is that it's riddled with corruption, and in fact very few people really know what's going on. Um, the, a lot of people have um, are sitting on asylum claims for... Between 10 and 12 years so they've been in the country for a long time of course refugees are not seen as a permanent solution so if you are given a, a refugee status it doesn't mean that you're permanently protected in the country that you've asked for asylum from um, we've seen just recently in 2012 the Angolans who fled, who fled from the civil war were seceded so they um, were no longer deemed in need of protection. So they were asked to leave the refugee system and and that's what's happened. Government has given them, has now entered them into the immigration stream and they're no longer in the refugee stream and they've come out. So refugee status is never seen as a permanent solution. There will always have to be a move into the immigration system or a return home. Or on a very rare occasion a a resettlement into a third country.
0: Mm. Just a, a quick one. I mean, if you look at the situation of what's been happening here in Johannesburg CBD with regards to uh, illegal occupation of hijacked buildings, the issue of whose responsibility is it to look after refugees or migrants uh, came to the fore. In your opinion, whose responsibility is it? Uh, well, I mean, we, um, the
1: Department of Home Affairs is the, is the lead um, department in terms of documenting people who come into the country. Now, I think they have failed in this, and I think the new um, the new mig- immigration policy is looking to address a lot of those failures. What we see is a lot of abuse in the refugee and asylum management system, where bribery and corruption is really what determines whether or not you get a refugee status or you don't. Or whether your asylum, your asylum permit is renewed so if you're asking me my opinion on what's happening in johannesburg i would say the first thing is that we need to have a security-based approach to immigration and government and i tend to um it seems interpret what it means to have a security based approach differently government seems to think that we need to arm the borders that this is what they're talking about with the Border Management Authority Bill, which sees the removal of the South African National Defence Force from being the lead, organizer, uh, the lead department to, to man the borders, to giving it to the Department of Home Affairs to do so, and in fact allowing them to put together a quasi-military force to, to arm the borders, to put drones in, to build walls, whatever it is that they hope to do. Now this is a security-based approach. In my opinion, security-based approach is one where the system has integrity, where I can know exactly who is in the country, what they're doing in the country, how much they're earning in the country, how long they're going to be in the country, when they're leaving the country, and where they're living. But but because of bribery and corruption, what we're seeing is that nobody actually knows anything about anything.